It is the 200 level episode 332, my carpenter in the basement studio after oh, one heck of a first half. Illinois did not look very good. That is putting it kindly. This is becoming a recurring thing in the Brad Underwood era, and I admit it is a small sample size, but lackluster tournament performances. Now, against Houston last year, kind of excusable because Houston was just the buzzsaw you didn't want to run into. That team already had a tangible thing, right? Winning the Big Ten, that was that was the goal last year. But boy, oh boy, does that Loyola game just really put a wrench in the fun that we could be having. This game doesn't mean nearly as much, and this season, I think, doesn't mean nearly as much or hurt or sting as much if they had just won the Loyola game two years ago. And you might think this is kind of a weird thing to bring up as we're about to get underway in the second half of the Illinois-Arkansas game. That was two years ago, Carp. Get over it. But us Illini fans, we have a chip on our shoulder. We have an ax to grind. We're the best basketball program to never have won a national title, which is good and bad, and mostly bad, because that just means it's that big matzo ball is hanging out there. And that Loyola game just brought into question whether or not Brad Underwood can win in March. I was going to say, nah, don't worry about that, because we do need a larger sample size. We do. But as I sit here through one half of this game, and I reflect on this season, I have more questions about Brad Underwood than ever before. And that will be the recurring theme as we get into the next month and a half of podcasts. Because even when the season ends, and it very well might end today, it kind of looks like it's trending that way. April is going to be Transfer Portal Palooza. And it will speak volumes of how many people stay, who elects to go, and who they bring in. I once thought that this was, oh great, Sister Jean's on the freaking TV now. That's that's what I needed to see now was Sister Jean. I'm rolling my eyes for those just listening to the podcast. Nice lady, I'm sure. But the point I was making, I am a little worried. And I recognize that this could be a year where You still made the tournament despite not having shooters and not having a real point guard and all that. And really, that might speak to Brad Underwood's coaching ability. You might also say, Carp, he's tried everything this year. And I would agree. He has tried a lot of different things. None of them have worked consistently. But in terms of roster building, in terms of program building, and and building an identity, I have made light of the hashtag everyday guys thing before. And I really do think it's kind of worth making fun of. Because if there's one thing that you would not say of Brad Underwood's teams, it's that they're consistent. And yeah, win-loss record aside in the Big Ten, I would say they are relatively consistent in winning and losing games. That's totally true. But it's the roller coaster within that tells you there's not really a consistent thing that Brad Underwood teams have done well year in, year out. It is year six. I would love to think that Brad Underwood's going to be a 20-year guy, right? And I know he's a little bit older than 20 years might be a lot, but... I would love to say that years from now, I could look at a media guide and say that this was just that aberration. This was the one-off year after he got things rolling again. And that could very well be the case. But I think it is fair to have questions. I think it is entirely fair after that first half where you basically no-showed again. And I also think it's fair to criticize Matthew Meyer, and I think it's fine to criticize Terrence Shannon for really coming up short when it mattered. 
the difference between being a nine seed and being, I mean, a month ago we were a six seed. We played our way out of that, all the way down to a nine. And we were lucky as Ian, uh, listener of the pod, and I've, I had him on the pod actually a couple years ago. He had tweeted out something that resonated with me. If this team had played four more games in the regular season, they would have played themselves right out of the tournament. And I think that's probably accurate. So things were not trending well. And this team is not playing well. Your fifth-year seniors are not playing well. And they are not leading. So my thought is, what the hell? Just go with a lineup that's going to play balls to the wall. You got 20 minutes. This is an Arkansas team that has lost big leads within the last month. I think they were up 16, 14 to 16 points against Texas A&M just a week ago. They lost by six. You can do this. But you can't do this if Matthew Meyer is going to have a true freshman getting a backdoor easy layup or dunk on his ass. That, that can't happen. I can live with that mistake from a freshman. I can't live with that mistake from a guy collecting six figures to play one year of Illinois basketball who's going to leave here completely forgettable. And I've said this on the podcast before, and I'll say it one more time before I get in the second half. I've questioned and thought, is it okay to criticize the players? And I, I'm going with the new era of basketball here. If you are getting paid big money to play basketball and you or have NBA aspirations, I'm going to be a little more open to criticize you. If you drink six Monster Energy drinks while playing video games, and you have a caffeine hangover for 72 hours, and you're 23 years old, (laughs) between that, between Terrence Shannon thinking there were only four seconds left in the shot clock when there were in fact 20, you are not being led. You aren't. So is there any hope for these young guys this year when the old guys are a mess? Here are the stats before we get underway here. We'll have the sponsors along the way. Arkansas up 10. 42% from the field, Illinois 28. Three-point field goals were 3 for 11. They took those stats off pretty quick, but (laughs) that might be all you need to know. I didn't see the rebounding total. For those sinking at home, I'll let you know exactly when we get underway. I got Jim Jackson and the color commentator. Is it Brian Anderson? on my screen right now. Ryan agrees with me. Meyer should not snip the cord in the second half. It looks like he's about to, though. And if that sounds mean, hell, I don't know. Eventually, effort comes into question. It does. I've questioned it for a while with this team, and I have not questioned it with some guys. Coleman Hawkins might drive me nuts sometimes, but it's not an effort thing. He plays his butt off. And really, I think he's been... Awesome the last month. He's been kind of keeping you afloat while your fifth-year seniors have just been erratic. Brad Underwood, we're going to go back with the starting five, everybody. That's what it looks like. We're going with the starting five because that has worked so beautifully for this team. You got 20 minutes left. It's just another game. Let your hair down. I'm going to have plenty of time to criticize Brad Underwood, and God knows I will. Deciding to continue to roll out the same lineups as if this is a regular season game. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong, but it's the same damn thing. Let's see how this goes. For those uh, going with me at home, if you're ready to cue this up, we're about to get underway. And we're, yeah, starting lineup, everybody. (laughs) 
the all hair team, Arkansas. Well, except for one guy who looks like Charlie Villanueva Jr., but is a stud. 36 to 26, we're underway. All right. 1955 now for those aligning their feeds at home with this one. Thank you all for joining me on YouTube. I appreciate that. Hopefully, it's the second half worth remembering and a good start for Arkansas. So, again, there's a lot of game left, but we're just, why are we just rolling out the same lineup? Why? As if this is somewhat normal. The same lineup that went down 8-2 to two at the start of the game. Brad Underwood says, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put the same stupid lineup back out there. Let's see how this goes. Coleman Hawkins, 3 is up. No good. Arkansas, no break here. Illinois gets back. It's just the same thing. Greg mentions if Meyer can't score, no reason he should be in. I would agree with that. And he's got to score, and he's got to score quick. You're going to need him and Terrence to kind of go off here. And it can happen, but has it happened with both of them in the same game in forever? Maybe the Michigan game, kind of, right? But Arkansas now with the chance to extend their lead. They're up 12. And make that... Nope, they miss it. Okay, good. Break for Illinois. They're down 12 with 19 to go. Here's Illinois' offense. Dane has an opportunity. And he can't lay it in. He gets the foul. Can't lay it in. So we're going to the line. (laughs) I... It's funny. I told the people that tuned in the first half, and hello to some of you again, that I really thought, truly, I thought that I was not going to be as aggravated. But when you play that bad, it's just, I can't help but get aggravated, right? Dane's first free throw is no good. Unbelievable. He had a layup. The guy that fouled him was six foot seven. He had plenty of time to put the ball in the hoop. So we're going from a potential three-point play to let's see if he can get one. One-point possession, probably still not going to do it in this game. You're going to have to ramp it up on offense. But Brad Underwood decided to throw the same freaking five out there as he did at the start of the game. And he misses both. It's a 12-point lead still for Arkansas. We're just going to ride this out a little bit. We're going to ride this out, and let's see how the starting five does. Is anyone else in the chat window with me on this? That you Do you understand why... With 20 minutes left in your season, we're going to say, hey, you know what? Screw urgency. Here's the starting five. I may be making a mountain out of a molehill, and God knows I have before. The three is no good for Arkansas. Board for Illinois. Here's RJ, someone that's actually playing with some energy. Thank God. Here's Coleman. We need this three. He makes it. Much needed. (sighs) Nine-point game with 18.05 to go. Coleman playing well. Eight points, three for six, two for four from three. He showed up. I really, the way Coleman's playing, I really, really want him back next year. I think he can be a guy that the way that he plays can help you foster an identity with these younger guys. Another miss for Arkansas. They're going to let you hang around, everybody. Coleman looking for Terrence and a nice layup. Okay. Signs of life. The very nice play. Okay. 17.30 17.30 to go. I hope, here's the thing. When we do these live podcasts, sometimes the rantings and ravings, I'll sound silly. I would love to sound silly and see the starting five go on a run here. And so far, you've cut that lead to seven with 17.20. Arkansas is going to let you hang. This is number four, Meyer on him. He can test the shot. And hey, I'll give them that all darn day. Arkansas fans right now are thinking, oh boy, we've seen this story before. Here's Coleman trying to take it to the rim. 
He gets fouled. Coleman's aggressiveness paying off. All right. Now, I wonder how far I am behind here because Greg and Zach seem to be a little more excited. At the moment, I have Illinois down seven with Coleman going to the line. But, yeah, because Greg says two points. So is that a harbinger of things to come here? Coleman's first one is up and good. Really love the way he's playing. Love it. All right. Nine points for Coleman, two and two for rebounds and assists. Okay. So, yeah, we're about the same place here. That is now a five point lead for Arkansas, just like that. So, Arkansas, or, you know, this is par for the course. Second half team, first half team. A 7 nothing run for Illinois. The starting five that I said, what are you doing? Is actually coming up big, especially Coleman. And the one time Coleman didn't score, he found Terrence. So Coleman involved in all seven of these points. Matthew fouls. <laughs> he loves his blocks. And he tried. He did try. But you just... <sighs> I need to see this replay. Just, you know, at that point, let him go. Let him go. He's bigger, stronger than you. I agree. Get get Meyer off the floor. Get him off the floor. Send a message to your young guys that, that there is no obligation to play him. There is no obligation to play him. You make a run, three-point play. He's done jack squat for you all day long. And yes, Alani Brickle, he is a liability. It actually drove me nuts last week or two weeks ago when people thought the monster thing was cute. That tells you the guy is not a natural leader. Oh, look it. He just turned the ball over. Get him off the freaking court. This is maddening. Get him off the court, Underwood. It's not time for him to work his way through it. He has proven to you he is a mental midget when he gets in funks like this. There is no point to it. Thank God Terrence is actually playing with some fire under his butt. Well, and then a turnover. It's just unbelievable. But he's still out there. I, I pin this on Underwood. You are sending a message to Sincere, to Jaden, to Ty, to Luke, that this kind of stupidity is okay. It's acceptable as long as you're a fifth-year senior getting your NIL money or whatever it may be. Get him out of the game. And yet, we're going to go to the first media timeout. All's good. We're just going to run this like it normally is. You get it within five, and then you have an opportunity, and then your fifth-year seniors are, are helping you blow it. It just pisses me off. Because this is the thing. I may not see these guys on the court again for Illinois, but they're still wearing the damn jersey. And Underwood is yet to coach a good NCAA tournament performance in his six years that he's been here. And I know that they didn't get the opportunity back in 2020. But this is in line with the same crap we've seen from Underwood's teams in March Madness year in and year out. And I'm freaking sick of it. They didn't have to win today, but they could have at least not looked like they didn't care at points. And he does have control over the guys that are on the court. He does. He's had control all year, and he's let this funk settle into the roots of this team, and they haven't been able to get out of it. It starts at the top. 
He has had every ability and opportunity to say, you know what? The more you play like that, veterans, the more your ass is on the bench. It is really frustrating. Really frustrating because there is no guarantee in college sports that just because he had past success, it guarantees future success. And for all the things I like about Underwood, I'm seeing all the things I don't in this game. Specifically, the inability to show up when it matters most. But now, the lack of in-game adjustments. And it starts at the personnel. Before I get too pissed off, don't worry, I'm not going to throw anything. I promise. But I might need to cool down with a smoking hot calzone. How's that for a transition? I love the guys at DP Doe. You should too. And they deliver anywhere in Champaign-Urbana. Go online to dpdoe.com and order a piping hot calzone right to your doorstep. Whether it's one that you let, let, let soak your tears. You won't cry for this team. But you know what? You can take buy two calzones. Eat one. And then like Gallagher, take another one and get a big old mallet and just go to town on that sucker. Go to town on a Maui Wowie with a big mallet and just let all the cheese and pineapple and ham splatter all over your garage. It'll probably feel good. And the one that you eat will taste good. DPDo.com. Also, Dogtown Heating, Air, and Plumbing. Online. I keep saying online. Give them a call. It's easier to do it that way. We actually have them coming in a month for our AC check. Dogtown Heating, Air, and Plumbing. Your home's best friend. They have a little bit more of this wonder sale going where if you get a Lennox home comfort system, you can get a $500 Visa gift card or a hot water heater from the folks at Dogtown Heating, Air, and Plumbing. That's 217-841-4728. Also, State Farm agent Brian Hansen, online at brianismyguy.com for life, auto, home, business, renters, you name it. Brian is my guy, and he can be your guy as well at brianismyguy.com. Now, Brian, I texted... Excuse me, texted him before this game and asked if he wanted to come over and pod. He had to work today, and this is a weird time for those folks that aren't on spring break like me, but he had to work today. And if Illinois were to win and the time he worked out, he'd, he'd pop over, but I'm almost glad he's not seeing me in my worst. Hey, you know what? Let's just, let's just keep the starting five going. That's what we're going to do as we're back from break here. RJ misses the three. We're, we're just going to keep, we're going to see how this works out. We're just going to check it out. I'm not good at sarcasm. I don't like sarcasm when I can help it. But well, yeah, let's just let's just see how the starting five does here. We're just going to keep running with this group. Matthew Meyer, who has zero points. No, he has two points from the free throw line. My apologies. And he lets his guy get right by him, and he does get the block. All right, here's Terrence. He got to finish here, Terrence. And the foul, and a much-needed layup. Terrence has woken up to his credit. Greg, I, I might be being ridiculous here. I admit it's fandom. I give Meyer credit for the block. That was only after his guy got by him. But he still got the block. <clears throat> Man. Terrence with 12. And that's all within the last nine minutes of action. So if Terrence goes on some sort of heater, we got something, Right? And he's making his free throws today. So it's a five-point game. I will give Terrence this. I was very frustrated the first 16 minutes of the first half, but he is showing up. And you kind of need him to just go off if you're going to win this game. And he might. And we got a foul on Terrence. He doesn't like that call. Boy, you can see 
from this Anthony Black and the speed he has. Yeah, I mean, that's a foul. Now, that angle right there didn't tell you if the shoulder was into it, and I don't think that's a charge, is it? So Anthony Black will go to the line. Hopefully he can maybe miss one of these here. The first one is up. Guys, Arkansas is going to let you. They will let you win this game. But let's just keep the same five out there. This, I mean, on, on one hand, you have brought the game closer. I get that. But I, is this the five that's going to keep you in? I don't know. I don't know. We're just riding with them, though. We're just going to go with them. And uh, I, and we might squeak out a win, but I, I don't know. Dane with the ball. He's at the perimeter. He finds Coleman. Coleman going around here looking for something in the lane. He's looking to kick it out, maybe. And a little hook shot is no good. It's going to be Arkansas ball. Now, we're just going with the starting five. We're just going to keep going with this. It just, I feel, it might, I don't want to be an annoying podcaster, and God knows I, I can be. I just don't understand why this is the five you're putting out there. Three is good for Arkansas. All that work, and you've only gained a point. But let's keep this five going. Brad likes the starting five out there. You know, we're, 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 we're knocking on the door here. I feel like I'm in a, a crazy, like, alternate universe right here. Coleman gets, gets a pick from him. And it's, oh, are they going to get the goaltend? They are not. It's an 11-point game. We're just go, we're going with these five, man. Is Underwood going to finally make a move? He finally does. We'll get Ty in there. We'll get Ty. Sincere, you know, no, stay on the bench, Sincere. We don't need you out there either. We don't need Luke Goody out there. I, I am losing faith in Underwood, and you all know that would be a big turn for me. That would be a big turn for me. I have been since the last time I was really down on Underwood was the Michigan State loss January 2nd, 2020. I have been as high as anyone could be on Underwood since then. I am concerned in a way that I never have, that I, I was not since then, right? I think it was the Missouri loss in 2020. It was the Michigan State loss by 20 or something. I'm concerned. I think there's reason to be. Because this is just broken. And he's pressed every button and nothing works with this team that he handpicked the guys, you know, went out, got some transfers and all that. Here's Terrence Shannon in the corner for three. Needed that, didn't get it. Man. I mean, what we're going to do is we'll do a post-mortem on Sunday when tempers have cooled and uh, with 13-13 to go, Arkansas looking to make it 13. No, that's a foul on tie. And you could say, well, what, what choice does he have? He's going to play the freshman. They're going to make mistakes. Listen, it's not like Ty's playing any worse than Matthew Meyer. It's not like Sincere Harris is playing any worse than Matthew Meyer. Dane's not bringing you a damn thing. So instead of saying, you know, we're going to go with the five that just go play with fire under their butts, 
you're just going with the same thing you did in the first half. There's only 13 minutes left in this game. 13 minutes left in this game. Brad Underwood hasn't made a single significant change. Not one. Boy, oh boy. There might be some tense times in April, depending on what the roster looks like at any given moment. Before you finalize your roster and you're unsure who's going to be back and who's not, there's going to be some tense moments. And a lot of it, I feel like, is self-inflicted because it's it's a roller coaster that didn't need to be this dramatic. But Brad Underwood, you know, even when things were going well with Iowa and Kofi, there seemed to be this element of, you know, chaos. And... Now the chaos is just uh, really kind of taking things over and and resulting in bad basketball. That's really not fun to watch. This is not fun. The players are not having fun. And why would they be when they're down 13? But you just see these certain mannerisms from Arkansas's players, and you don't see that from ours. Now, the lineup you got out here I like right now. But you're also putting them out there with a 13-point deficit, and they're offensively challenged. So what the hell are you going to do? <laughs> you know, like... Yeah, and it's going to be an easy two for Arkansas. So right now, this game is going to get out of hand, and I think the second half team narrative might go with it. 15-point lead. Brad calls a timeout. There, we, you see, now we're going to make some adjustments. I, I need to get a litmus test from you guys in the, the feed because it's not as if we should be surprised that this team's not looking good, but... On a 1 to 10 concern meter with Brad Underwood, I'm talking long term, not just this team, but on a 1 to 10 level for those in the chat window, where are you with Brad Underwood long term? Because now I feel like I'm in a show me state again. I, I need to see things before I can feel like, oh, well, yeah, he can actually sustain something here. I'm concerned. In a way that I haven't been. Alana Brickle, you're seven, seven or eight. I was a seven a couple weeks ago. And this might very well be overreaction on my part. But I do think a Brad Underwood narrative, depending on how this offseason shakes out, one is bad. Good question, King Habit Man. One's bad, ten's great. I, I do think depending on how this offseason shakes out, that will either go up or down, right? And I'm seeing sevens and things like that. And... I'm probably at a six. I don't want to go all the way to a five because he's done more good than bad here. But God dang, man. Now, Ben says seven, two weeks ago, given the trajectory, I'm now a nine. Now, oh, wait. Okay, I feel like I've, I said concern meter. Let, let's do this. Confidence meter. That's my bad, Ben. Uh, you were going with a concern meter. Confidence meter. 10 being supremely confident. One, not being confident at all. And I'm approaching that middle ground where I just, I'm not sure. And it's obviously something that instills a lot of emotion and reactions from fans because if you were to put that out there, right? If you were to put that out there in the Twitter sphere or the Twitterverse, whatever, then you are going to get blowback because people are not happy with the way things are going. A lot of times people will get defensive when things are not going well. The biggest grief I ever caught in my 
long, illustrious broadcasting career was when Lovey was here and John Gross was here. And Breitweiser and I would just rail on these guys after an embarrassing loss and say, this is not good enough. And fans that want to believe that they're holding on the last vestiges of that, uh, they, they don't want to hear that. And I get it. I don't listen to as many Illini podcasts and things when things suck. I don't. Because why would I want to relive that? Why would I want to relive this? I'm going to put it up there, and if they lose by 15, we'll get like one-third of what we normally get for how many people download a podcast. When they win against Michigan, we're getting damn near 2,000 people. And then when we lose, it's like half that. I mean, it really is correlated to that and I get it I'm, I'm squarely in that camp so when I change it to confidence meter I'm seeing twos and threes and fours and I just think it's okay to ask questions that's all about where this thing is going and what is the identity of this program Matthew Meyer oh can't make a three still down 15 so Arkansas a chance to extend it and a good block from Coleman and a silly thing by Arkansas there. They didn't have to get that ball, but they did, and they dribbled out of bounds. Will this be another TV timeout? It will. Ben says the NIL and transfer portal could decimate this program. It shouldn't, Ben. It shouldn't. The NIL specifically. I think Illinois is in a great place because of that. However, Ben continues, if you're Epser Dane, why would you stay here for another solid Power 5 program? <laughs> Makes you a nice NIL offer. Yeah. I worry about attrition. I do. I I just don't know what... What's the identity Underwood's building? Really. I like Hansberry, and Gibbs Lawhorn seems like a good back backcourt option. I love Ty, and I love Sincere. I like Epps, and then he got hurt, and he's clearly not a factor right now. And I'd like Coleman to come back, but you just feel like this team just, they don't like being here. Last year, you had the last vestiges of the Trent and DeMonte era. They were the glue that held everything together, right? And then he had Kofi, a freak. I just feel like this is concerning. The performance is concerning, and I feel like the next month might be concerning too. And uh, it just sucks because I didn't expect or anticipate to have questions long-term. I didn't expect that back in the UCLA or Texas game. And you might be saying, well, Carpet's the same team as it was then. They've just struggled as teams got tape on them. But it's the way in which they've struggled and that when they struggle, it's never just a little bit. They look inept sometimes. And I, I don't know. Greg says, no identity, decent defense, offense lacking. And that's the thing. The, the identity, I guess, would be, when it's good, the half-court defense has been pretty good this year. Jared, you say so much whining. Are, are you talking about the podcast or Underwood? <laughs> or, or what people are saying in the chat window. I mean, naturally, that's going to come out when you're losing by 15. And... As my Rapello says here, some nuance to consider. Think about what you don't have in this game. A true point guard, a true down low big man to feed off the ball and score and get to the line. 
You can't win without those things. Yeah. And oddly enough, my red pillow, the way Danger was playing... No, I get it, Jared. Yeah. Uh, and I, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Uh, my red pillow, you mentioned the big that can't get to the line. I mean, Danger, boy, look at this. Princeton doing the Princeton NCAA tournament thing. They got a one-point game against Arizona. Wouldn't that be a break for Missouri? But yeah, I, I think that Danger in January was encouraging me to the point where I thought, boy, this the best is yet to come for this team. Coleman long three is no good. And we tap the rebound out to him. Tie up and in. 13-point game. I mean, you got to make something happen here. So what's the lineup? Myra's out there in the off chance he makes a three. <laughs> in the off chance. They have him on number four. He's got some uh, size on him. Coleman on the big for Arkansas, who's caused some problems for Coleman defensively. Here's Nick Smith Jr. with a don't be a menace haircut. Here is young Charlie V. From the baseline. Great defense from Luke Goody. And that's a goaltend. Yeah, running out of time, Greg. <sighs> that hit the rim. And that is a goaltend. And I, I don't think that would have went in. Ugh. Is Princeton going to win, Scott? They're up one with 145 to go. It's just... it's. It's a somewhat, look at Matthew Meyer. He shouldn't play another second this game. He should not play another second. His college career should be over. This is how he shows up in his last collegiate game. Misses the three. That's poetic. Get his ass out. I do not want to see him play another minute for this team. He sits, and that should be it. I'm sorry, that should be it. I, with college sports, part of what makes it fun is the idea of building legacies. You see guys come in their freshman year, they end their senior year, and they leave a legacy wherever they're at. And I understand that that's not going to be the case anymore with college basketball. And for the most part, I think it's a good thing that these guys, they should get compensated. For the money they're bringing in, they should get compensated. But we're clearly in a transitional phase with that. And we're seeing some of the negatives from this name, image, likeness stuff. But I do think that with that, you, you naturally kind of lose that emotional connection. And as a fan, I'm going to have to get used to that too. I remember a month ago, it was after the game at Wisconsin, I think, where I went to game day spirit and I was this close to buying an Epps jersey. And then I stopped myself and said, you never know. You never know. Like, just why would you buy anyone's jersey? Because you don't know if they're going to be here anymore. And unfortunately, that's, that's the reality. I just feel like it's a little bit too much of a reality for a program like this, to be in year six of this coach that has had some tangible success and to be this just discombobulated. I don't get that. And Alani Brickgirl says, this is all coaching to me. Alani Brickgirl, here's my thing. This is a bad enough performance. This is a bad enough performance where I think a lot of fans will cool on Underwood. 
I've said it before in the podcast. I will echo it again. I have so much more faith in Brett Bielema. I think Brett Bielema has a handle on a program. and He's got, what is it? Like eight times the number of players on his program. He's got a handle on that. The guy's a CEO. He's been there before at this level. I have a lot more faith. Even if that means, let's say they go six and six this year. They they go back a couple games. That's only natural when you lose a running back like Chase or something. Or, you know, top 10 picks like Devin Witherspoon. But with Underwood, there's not that history of sustained success at the Power 5 level. So it has to come from within, right? In other words, any legacy that he builds has to be here. And and to not be able to piggyback off of the I.O. Kofi era would be detrimental. And they got, an, they got another opportunity next year to do just that. But who the heck is still going to be here? I mean, these guys can't be having fun. RJ starting to get into it. Is RJ going to be here? I'd actually like to think RJ would be because Underwood, the one one of the few good things I'll give RJ this, or the coach this year, is that he stuck with RJ even when we all wanted him to sit, myself included. He stuck with him and it paid off. He's back from the dead, you know. He, the yips appear to be out. So with eight minutes to go, and in this fifth-year senior-less lineup, Illinois is down 12 with 8.13 to go. Here goes Ty to the basket. He's looking for, oh, come on, RJ, be there. He makes it. Wow, you know, it's kind of funny. I love what RJ did there. I'm really happy for him. He's he's the one, you know, if you want to hold on to a, a personal kind of story that brings you in closer as a fan. It's the RJ story this year. But why we decided to just do the same crap for 30 minutes and now we'll play like a team with their you know hair on fire. And I would agree, Ryan, put Coleman back in. I'd still put Terrence back in. If Meyer sees the court, I will really have officially given up on Underwood until I see further proof. Oh, that's a that's hyper that's hyperbolic. I don't want to say that. I just don't know what to say. I I think the pit in my stomach is less about this game and more of uh oh, what if things are trending bad? Thank God we beat Michigan. Thank God. So Prince is up three with twenty seconds left. I'd switch on Hulu here, but it is very, very slow. Man. Real quick, DPDO online at dpdo.com. Dogtown Heating, Air, and Plumbing, 841-4728. That's 217-841-4728. And State Farm Agent Brian Hansen online at brianismyguy.com. So we have, what, eight and change to go. Princeton, are they going to pull it off? Chat feed, I'm staying on the Illini channel. They're up three with three seconds to go, and they should pull it out. I recall a Princeton team back in the 90s doing this same sort of thing, right? Maybe against UCLA. And all they need is a free throw to put it away. Cool. That's 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 a pretty good first day. 15 seeds are becoming more and more dangerous. That's two years in a row. So St. Peter's beat Purdue last year. Princeton about to knock off two-seeded Arizona. Ouch. 
Yep. Well, I didn't expect to have an existential crisis against or about Illinois basketball, but uh, yeah, it's just bad. Greg mentions Missouri better than Illinois in year one with a new coach. Well, Greg, they had to go transfer portal, and he did it. He did it effectively. As it stands, what this season would be is an NCAA tournament appearance, first round exit, smoke by Missouri, uh, lost at Iowa, lost at Indiana. So those are your primary rivals. I think we'd all agree. You beat Michigan though, so you needed that man. And you had the wins early in the season against Texas and, and UCLA. But, yeah, it's it's confusing to me how the wheels kind of came off this thing. I, I don't get it. Is Illinois, they're showing press, but not really. It's just a shame because Arkansas was ripe for the taking. They really were, but you're you're gonna have a hard time getting sixty points today. Fallon Luke Goody away from the ball. He doesn't like that call. <laughs> I mean, man, are they not playing Terrence either the rest of the way? Yeah, Ryan, I don't. I think Purdue is going to have a heck of a time. Maybe not against the 16 seed tomorrow, though. Who knows? For a while, I thought Kansas was having a hard time with Howard. I guess they were for the first, you know, 15 minutes, but then they kind of took over. Yeah, Arkansas. You see, Arkansas has got the dudes, so they'll, they'll just milk this thing to the end. I just really wish that I I didn't have to question everything this game. And that, again, that sounds silly when you consider that it's not like this team is doing anything differently. But uh, they're just doing it worse, <laughs> you know, like somehow they got worse at it. And that's just, uh, that's troubling. And I like Ty and I like Sincere, but is that, you build an entire team off of that? I don't know. So the postmortem appears to be approaching for this Illinois team with 745 to go. Just another very forgettable NCAA tournament appearance by a Brad Underwood team. And that narrative will persist. So, yeah, I don't know. Ty, running point. And he's looking for RJ. It's the RJ Melendez show. Let's just get him going. <laughs> he loses the ball, but Sincere helps corral it. Sorry for that disgusting phlegm attack. Nice feed to Ty, who gets an up and under. And we have 7-12 to go. I mean, you're on a 10-2 run. You're still down nine. <laughs> you can't fall behind these crazy amounts as Arkansas just goes right back. We came out flat. We came out just playing crap basketball. There's another word I wanted to say there, but it's not parental advisory. So it's just a damn shame. And now they're playing fine, but, you know, too little too late. Get Terrence back out there. Get, you know, a score. I don't know. Terrence wasn't the problem today. Yep. I wish this could be a better podcast for you. I feel like I'm not really advancing the conversation all that much. But here's Sincere trying to take it all the way. 
No good. Oh, needed that. Yeah, just not, probably not enough firepower at this point. Arkansas dribbles it out with six to go. It's just, you watch a game like this and you're like, it's over? Like We spent all that time and it took until the under 10 to really kind of get going. I know they had to run early in the first half. And uh, yeah, you could have won if you would have gotten just more from a few guys. Uh, that'll do it. That's the three to the dagger. I think I'll probably end this early. Lackluster is a great word for it, Greg. Just going out with a complete whimper. And all the crap they said, let her hair down. Yeah, let your hair down. Way to go, guys. Playing loose. Uh, just playing without much emotion or care. That's all. And I care about the program more than I care about this team. So the frustrations that come out are that this team is not representing the program well. And there were plenty of teams that didn't even make the damn tournament. I've heard that and I understand it. And it is worth it is worth adding that context that we are in a different place as a program where we're making tournaments. But it has been Brad's inability to make this thing work at all, at least consistently so. And uh, I don't know. Says Kyle, our last four NCAA tournament games we've led for five minutes and 29 seconds. Yeah. I, I think I think it's okay to ask questions. I do. I'll say this. Now certainly not the time for an extension. <laughs> not the time to extend them. Uh, you got to let this play out and see what kind of talent they can accrue. I think they can, but I don't know. I'm just really dejected about the way the season transpired, especially at the end, and how today transpired. You had every reason to just come out and play 40 minutes, just balls of the wall, because why not? What else are you going to do? Go home, spring break? Sure, fine. They just, I don't know. Some guys act like they want to be there, some don't. Yeah, just frustrating. <sighs> Anything else, chat window? Well, they need a veteran point guard for sure, TJ. I hope the program will be fine. But it's just I, I hate the amount of questions that I have. Did not anticipate that at all. I thought this season, if anything, was going to answer questions about his ability to weather the storm of when you lose key players. And SSJ, yeah, of course they got to get shooters for next season, but I don't have to get an entire roster. I mean, I don't know what the roster is going to look like. Yeah. 4.50 to go. Yeah, I don't know, guys. Epps has not played in the second half. Illinois will go small for the last 4.50. And, uh, yeah. And Dane hit both free throws. You're right, Zach. If you're going to make some crazy comeback, every point counts, and you temporarily have Anthony Black on the bench with his bloody jersey, so they're going to get him a new one, I think, or they're going to clean it off. Yeah, with 4.35 to go. It's like every shot that Arkansas makes at this point is one step closer to just really being over. 
Five seconds going the shot clock. Here goes a long three for number four. That's short, so Illinois has the ball. Chance to bring it closer. Here's Terrence trying to take it all the way, and he gets the foul. Good take. Yeah. I hope you're right, TJ. <laughs> Despite as aggravating as this is, just you know, getting a win would be great. Of course, it would take a Herculean comeback, but... I don't know, chat window, one word emotion right now. Pre-comeback, let's say the comeback, but just your emotion through 36 minutes of this game. Mine would be spent. Spent. What would yours be? Terrence misses the first free throw there. Alana Brickle says dejected. Yeah, I'd go with that. I too am de dejected and spent and pooped. Sleepy. Concerned. Yeah. Exhausted, says Ryan. Yeah. It should have to be like that, right? That one rolls in for Terrence. Hit every bit of the rim. Nine-point game. Illinois pressing kind of a little bit. Free throws even. Steven for the teams. Uh, refs have not been a factor today. Ah, man. Cross... Court pass. Four minutes to go. Nine-point game. Going to string together some stops if there's any hope here. And here's a take. And, oh, God, they're going to get off a shot. No good. Okay, Illinois gets the board. 3.40 to go. Here's Sincere trying to make something happen. And he gets fouled. Way to go, Sincere. Well, we got one more TV timeout. I'll remind you, DPDO online at dpdo.com. For all the best deals and prices, dpdo.com. There's also Dogtown Heating, Air, and Plumbing, your home's best friend at 217-841-4728, Dogtown Heating, Air, and Plumbing. And State Farm Agent Brian Hansen online at brianismyguy.com. Life, auto, home, business, renters, you name it. Brian is my guy, and he can be your guy as well at brianismyguy.com. Sorry, my nose is running a little bit here. Alani Brickwell says, I've always been more of a basketball person, but I can't handle the up and way down. It's bad for my health. Well, it doesn't. That's what I'm saying, Alani Brickwell. I, it just doesn't have to be like this. It doesn't. This down. I, I don't think. I said after the Indiana game, the script has been repeating over and over and over. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. And God, when they when they win, it still feels good. It still feels like the Illini uh, of old. And I think it's how to put it. Okay, here's here's a theory I had after the Loyola game. Not to dredge that up again, but essentially this is why we're so dejected. I think it's this coupled with, uh oh, can we win in March with Brad? And now that's a question, and it will remain for another year. But. After the Loyola game, I thought, well, now it's going to come down to what you do after this as to IO's legacy at Illinois. Because let's say the Brad Underwood era doesn't really take off. Uh, you would have had the Big Ten tournament title and a Big Ten regular season title, and those are worth celebrating. But if this doesn't get figured out and if they don't have sustained success to the degree of a, a few more banners or a, a run or two in the tournament then you will always look back at that game and think, well, that really changed things. It's kind of bizarre to me that after all that, 
the one issue on this team was guard play, right? Well, not the one, the one issue, Jesus. <laughs> one of the myriad of issues. Lack of a point guard. Now, Io was more of a combo guard, but he could run point, and he could run it pretty well. And you haven't really capitalized on that in the recruiting trail. I thought you had. We all did with Adam Miller and Andre Corbello and circumstances, sure. you know. But I just think between the Alan Griffins and the Adam Millers and the Andre Corbellos and the Mark Smiths and... Oh, God. <laughs> what, BBV? He was looking for more opportunities. Uh, good old BBV. The transfers will happen. I just think that if we get into another offseason where that cycle repeats itself, then I'm really starting to think, well, what good did that run three years ago do for this team? Did it help you piggyback on it, right? Piggyback on that success and then ultimately lead to greater success. And if you don't strike while the iron is hot... There is no guarantee that you're still going to be the sexy school or anything like that. He's recruiting at a higher level than we thought. The 2024 class in particular, pretty impressive. There's a long, a lot of time between now and then. Sincere misses the first. Ah, darn it. But all of that said, you know, the further you get away from it, just, I don't know. Can't really sell, hey, we got a one seed. How'd you do in the tournament? Lost to Loyola. I mean, I, I really do think this all stems back to that. Any angst that we still feel stems back to that Loyola game. It really does, and I hate that. I hated it then because I knew that I was just going to be sitting out there until we had March success. It was just going to be there. And here we are. Just agitated at the end of a NCAA game. as a turnover from Arkansas. They want you to hang around. And got to get a shot here. Someone come up and get it. Okay. Three minutes to go. Down nine. I just, who's going to hit a shot? Uh, Sincere wants it. No. Coleman. Come on, Coleman. Boy, we're taking every last second on this shot clock. And he just throws it to nobody. That'll do it. Wow, a missed alley-oop. I guess it won't do it. And Terrence is trying to take it himself. And he will go the line to shoot two. But all this time, God. Greg says, consistent leader. We, we do need that, Greg, but we need people to stay first. I think Ty can be that guy, but we, we got to have people stay first. There's got to be consistency. You know, there are teams that can reload in the transfer portal more effectively than what Brad did. And that's what the weird thing is. You got two guys that any team would have killed to have. And, yeah, Terrence makes the first. It's an eight-point game with 2.36 to go. And you're right, Greg. Loyola will be the story until Illinois can get the second weekend. And, you know. Matthew Meyer has not played in the last 10 minutes. What a crap end to his career. And I, I do think he will get a cup of coffee in the pros because he can light it up. He's got some length. Look at RJ. Getting the steal and the dunk. It's a five-point game. Careful, no technical, RJ. What just happened here? Arkansas players, why, what, what is, uh, can you guys help me out in the chat window? Order restored. 
Was it because he hung on the rim? <laughs> I mean, yeah, they would have called it technical. I, <laughs> you, you would have questioned what God up there hates Illinois basketball. He should be able to get in faces. RJ has been great. <sighs> Man, what a day. You know, I will say that regardless of the outcome in this game, there have been Illinois teams in the past where when the season was over, I had to take a day or two away from the tournament. I, I took a break after the Loyola game and did not watch the Sweet 16 or Elite Eight. I just didn't do it. But I did watch, and it was actually kind of cathartic, was watching, I think it was UCLA when they made their run, and Gonzaga two years ago. It was that semifinal that was just an all-time classic. That got me back into it. I needed something to remind me, yeah, I can have fun watching basketball. This is not the kind of team where if they happen to lose, look at TJ. Yeah, Terrence. Hey, leadership. Okay. They probably could have called the T on that. You're right, Brick Girl. I'm glad they let him play. And that ref, they were just saying, hey, watch it. Hey, I like that. I like that officiating. Uh, False Hope or Real says Coach Gothorpe. Well, I, I'll let it play out. And we'll see if that little exchange face-to-face uh, works in your favor because... Arkansas is fired up. Not that they weren't fired up anyway, but yeah, I mean, just play with a little edge, I guess. Why the heck not? You're doing a little press here on the inbound. And they're trying to get, oh boy, that went off the rim. Oh, they got a break. Darn it. You almost had a turnover. Darn it. They're trying to trap here. They almost get a bit of foul on Luke, who just, Luke is like a foul machine. You know, he's just, even when he doesn't mean to, it's like, whoa. Takes the guy out from his <laughs> I love the effort, you know. I mean, I can't, again, that doesn't bother me. What's really frustrating is that it doesn't feel like he could have just went with this lineup for the last month. And that Underwood just insisted, insisted on just playing Meyer 30-plus minutes a game and starting Dane. He just insisted on it. Why? Because he had to win some games to make the tournament. I get it. But dang it, man. Like, I'll look at these five out here. There's an identity with these five. Look at RJ, man. If that would have went in, I just wouldn't have known what to say. That doesn't go in. You got to get the board, guys. They do. It's a five-point game with 145 to go. Coleman. That's absolutely a killer. That's a killer. How do you not have the awareness? That's that's Coleman from mid-January. That that might do it. You could not afford that. Luke Goody, three, got tipped. Coleman, Coleman, Coleman. Boy, he has had a rough last 10 minutes. How do you not have awareness of that? That's the game. That's the freaking game. 
Five by Hawkins? Well, he hasn't played as well as I thought. Man, every time you try to love this team, right? You try. You try, you try, you try. And they just, they don't want your love. <laughs> they don't want it. <laughs> or they're incapable of grabbing it. Free throw is good for Arkansas, so they're putting this on ice. But again, you have a game if you don't go down freaking 16, 17 points. Yeah, I don't know, guys. And Ryan says they play like this for five more minutes. Yeah, but, you know, Underwood made his decision. He went with the starting five at the start of the first, the second half, thinking that we'd somehow get a different result with the same five guys out there. And sure enough, we didn't. This is a terrible year for Brad Underwood. And I don't think we can sugar, I don't think we can sugarcoat it. It's just, it's bad. It, and it, it's capped off an absolutely crap coaching performance. And if you said, well, Carpool, what is it? It's that the, la the, st the lack of urgency starts at the top. While he did press a few buttons this year, he pressed a lot of buttons, but there was still a lack of urgency from him. There were plenty of games and opportunities this year where he could have said, you know what? I'm going with these five guys. You don't want to play, sit your ass on the bench. And he didn't do it. What's a good song title? My Red Pillow. I don't want to miss it. But yeah, I, I just think it's, uh, this is on Underwood more than anybody. It just is. Coaching does matter, Greg, and I have, I got questions. I do. When spring football start? Can't believe I'm saying that, but they don't want our love. Yeah, I like that, my repel. Yeah, this team, they, they don't want it. I want to love you. Nah, nah. No, you, no, you don't. No, you don't. No, you might be right too, King Abbott, man. Like, you might be right that the team just refuses to listen. I mean, clearly Matthew Meyer doesn't care. <laughs> like, he doesn't. Uh, at least not in the way that one should at this level. That could be the case. And honestly, King Abbott, man, my, my hope is that this is just a perfect storm of bad, right? Just a perfect storm of everything going wrong within one year. And it could be that. I hope it's that. But if we see a bunch of guys leave again, then, and there's just way too much smoke around that. There's way too much smoke to to tell me that, oh, we're going to actually bring most people back. No, I I would be worried about that. I am worried about that. And it's going to be a long month and a half where we're just, who are we going to get? Who are we going to get? And eventually we'll get people. I have no question that he will get guys, but we're going to enter another season thinking, okay, well, I think we got this. I think we got that. Arkansas putting it on ice with their free throws. Yeah. Ugh. Second has been over an hour. This is where we get the little window of no basketball. So this is the last game that a lot of people are watching. And you just didn't even you didn't even come close to covering. Vegas usually knows. You didn't even come close to covering. So I appreciate the rally, but again, too little too late. And I don't even think Arkansas played all that freaking great. Brian Underwood, no, now, yeah, we're going to call a timeout. We're going to get this. I mean, sure. But just where's the urgency before? He just pisses me off at the moment. I'm sorry. I'm letting it out, guys. For you in the chat feed, I apologize for being redundant, but he is pissing me off right now. I, I am surprised at how down I am about him. I really am. 
Ryan says, I just saw a tweet about the Underwood question. I'm making a Sweet 16 switch from when to if. Well, as a tweet, or one, someone had said this earlier, and I, I wish I could remember who. Take credit when I say this, that we've led for five minutes and 36 seconds in the last four NCAA tournament games. And I can't verify that at the moment, but that sounds right. Five minutes and 36 seconds. The Chattanooga game, I think you led at the very end. <laughs> like, wasn't that it? The Loyola game, shoot, I don't know. Houston, you temporarily led? That's not good. 529, says Kyle. Thank you. That's not good. That's a trend. And we could point to Houston was a really good four seed. Yeah, they were. Or the best five seed, whichever. Loyola was 10 on Ken Palm. Yeah, well, they still spanked your ass. I mean, they just beat you soundly. Who, who were the pros on their team? I can't recall. Yeah, it all stems back to that, everybody. I hate it. I freaking hate it. It all stems back to that stupid game. And that, ugh, acid in the stomach. I hate that so freaking much. That was number two behind the North Carolina. Oh, no. See, I don't know. North Carolina 05, Arizona 01, and then that one. All bad. Did we get turnover here? No. Man, Arkansas is playing their butts off. We are too. Yeah, Dustin, you mentioned this, the Loyola Ken Palm stab. They got smoked immediately after us. They did. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Ben D says, I think your best hope for next year is a point guard co comes, uh, cures all. Everyone comes back besides Meyer and Goody becomes uh, your Arch and Goody become shooters that you were missing. All right, Walsh. I'm going to wrap this up here. Yes, my Rapello. He is Charlie V. Jr. And they're making all their free throws. I mean, not that it would matter that much, anyways. That kid's a stud. <laughs> I mean, wow. Well, I, I wish today could have been more fun, but uh, this is not a surprise. And it's one weird season. So I think Sunday we'll do a little post-mortem and put it up there. But for the moment, we're going to close this out. And uh, I want to thank you guys for tuning in all year. Uh, we'll still do podcasts. We got things to talk about. Uh, we'll probably do it more on an as-they-come-up basis. But as Arkansas is going to win this game here, I'm going to sign out. So we will talk plenty. Uh, I'll let myself kind of cool down. I feel cool now, but clearly, yeah, this this bothers me, and I think it should bother us that we are kind of. You remember the later Henson years, we're making the tournament, and they didn't do anything. Yeah, you made the tournament, but you were never actually going to beat anybody, and we're getting there, man. I don't like that. I mean, someone's got to win the tournament, so why is it not us? <laughs> Like, why, why is it, it ain't that, it's hard. It ain't that hard. And not only is it not that hard, but we just make it look as difficult as one possibly could. Every time the Brad Underwood's teams have been here. I'm going to leave it on him because this start, the, this begins and ends with him. And uh, I hate that I got that pit in my stomach. Uh-oh, what do we really have here? 
It may all work out, and I would love to eat crow. Would love to eat crow. I don't view this like a Lovey Smith situation, right? Where it was clear that guy just didn't give a crap, and he was inept. Or John Gross that was in over his head. But there is a lack of control on the court, sometimes off of it. This just lack of cohesion that persists with Brad Underwood. And that's probably what I'm going to be focusing on going forward. But thank you guys. Thank you, Greg, TJ, Brickroll, Zach, my red pillow. Is there is there a place I can buy my red pillow? Scott, oh, let's see, Dustin, Ben, Kyle, Ryan, King Abbott Man, Zach, Ben, Jared. Thank you, everybody. Hey, go go watch some other games. Don't let this ruin the NCAA tournament for you. This team was not destined to make a run. We knew that for three months. They are they're ending how they should. And boy, do we have a lot of questions going forward. We really do. So have a good rest of your night, everybody. Enjoy some basketball other than this. And yes, Alana Brick will bring on spring football. Take care, everybody. Thank you so much. And we will see you soon. Bye. I better sign off, right? It is the 200 level.